Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Welcome to the Relatable Podcast, a safe space for open and honest conversations created for Black people. This podcast explores how we relate to one another in our intimate connections, friendships, family, and everything in between. Hosted by three Caribbean women, I am Fiona, a single mom. I'm Shaween, a very near empty nester. And I'm Chantal, a free-spirited monogamist. Relatable, because a shared journey brings hope. Hello, and welcome to the Relatable Podcast, our season finale, live at the London Podcast Festival. We are so happy to be here. I am Chantal Miller, and I'm known as the free-spirited monogamist. Hi, everyone, and welcome. I am Fiona, the single mom. (laughs) Hi, everybody. Um, I'm showing the almost empty nester getting there. <laughs> um, and welcome. Welcome to our podcast. It's so nice to see you guys. Everybody, thank you so much for coming. And this week, we are going to be speaking about our hot girl summer. But before we do that, before we do that, let's have a checkup on... How everything went this week um, for our weekly check-in. Well, just before we do that, Chantal is going oh, to oh guide yes. us through oh yes. a wonderful meditation because everyone knows Chantal is like, her voice is like <laughs> liquid chocolates, oh, right? No pressure. And um, Chantal is going to bring us through a wonderful meditation f- before we begin our session. Thank you, Fiona. And this is actually something that we do in the studio before we start recording because usually we're late. <laughs> Black people, sorry, it's okay. It's okay. Sorry, Amber. Amber, we love you. Usually, we're late, we're frazzled, and it's like we just need to decompress a bit and to be present and to be grounded in the studio. So, we thought, you know what, we're going to let you in on what we do to create the content that we create for you. So, I'm going to ask everyone to actually close their eyes. Don't worry, we, we won't take anything from you. So so close your eyes, and what I would like you to imagine is that 
your nose is actually on your tummy. And I know that sounds really strange, but stay with me, right? And I'd love you to take a deep breath. So when you're breathing in, I want you to expand your tummy as if you were blowing up a balloon. So one deep breath in, and then exhale as if you're letting the air out of the balloon. And we're gonna do that three times. So a deep breath in, we're gonna fill up that balloon and exhale. Beautiful. Deep breath in, fill up that balloon. And when you exhale, if you wanna make a sound, let it out. Amazing. And before you open your eyes, I'd love you to just drop your shoulders. Really just drop your shoulders. Amazing. And there's this thing that we tend to do where we're unaware that we're clenching our jaw. So if you can just relax your jaw, just let it loose. Beautiful. And then if you can just relax your eyes. Amazing. And we're going to take one more deep breath into that balloon and one big sigh, final sigh, let it out. And you can open your eyes and come right back. Hello, everyone. How are you feeling? You're feeling a little better? Much better. Awesome. Thank you for taking part. And Shaween. I needed that. <laughs> Shaween. You needed that. Okay. Yes. So now I think what we do also is we check in with each other. We find out how our weeks have been going. So Fiona, how was your week? Um, it's been a hard week. Okay. I think a very emotional week for a lot of things. I think, um, to be honest, for the first time in my 39 years, I've, I've had a very, an early period. My period came 12 days early. Sorry, guys, if this is TMI, but yeah. this is who we are. <laughs> this is how we roll. This is how Welcome we roll. to Relatable. Okay. Right? Welcome to Relatable. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, it was very scary for me because it's, that's something I could always rely on, right? My mm. body. And for, to see it acting this way and almost, in a way, betray me. Like, wait, what are you doing? Like, what's going on? So there's this whole kind of panic. Mm. And to recognize how stress impacts you. So, like, I always felt, like, you always feel like, you bad, you you know, you kind of impervious, like nothing is ever really going to happen to you. And I don't have an answer as to why, but I do think it's, I've been impacted by stress. Okay. And yes, you may, I'm, I'm not necessarily in a bed crying or, or like pulling my hair out or having anxiety attacks, but clearly it's resonating in how my body is responding. Mm. And that was a big shock to my system because like I said, I always felt like my body is something that I could depend on. And as I'm on the eve of my 40th birthday, they always say a woman's body changes right. like astronomically when you reach 40. Mm. And I, I, I guess it's a learning lesson because you just always think that you're bad and you're big and that's not, that's not um, something you have to be too worried about. I think that's that kind of arrogance that we have about ourselves. So it was a big reality check okay. for me. And amongst other things, it's been, it's been tough. Um, but, you know, there has been a lot of good things as well, mm. which I know that we're going to be touching on later on. Um, but it was 
a lot and I think it was really a, a check for myself for me to start taking care of myself. So I did get a pedicure for the first time in five years. <laughs> in five years, In hey. five years. But wait. Okay, so um, okay. So my, my title is single mom, right? Mm. But I have recently entered into a partnership and my partner did say, <laughs> my partner did use, he said, my crusty heel to scratch his foot in bed. He said, keep your crusty foot here. Let me just scratch up. <laughs> wow. So I had to realistically say Fiona. Time. Fiona. It's time. Fiona. <laughs> go and fix your foot. Okay. I feel bad for you. So, I feel it. And then it's like, I went, I went to try and get some shoes, mm. right? Because I'm really bad with heels. I cannot walk in heels. So I said, okay. London Podcast Festival, need to make an effort. I'm going to get some heels to go with my dress. And I was like, I went to New Look, and you know how fluorescent lighting is the most unforgiving lighting? When I saw the mm. back of my heels in that fluorescent lighting, I was ashamed of myself. Okay. Okay? It's okay, okay. my girl. It's okay. It's okay. It's okay. <laughs> so we still week, love you. Crusty foot and all. Yes, thank it's you cool. very much. I appreciate okay. it. So that was me this week. It was a okay. lot of... Fiona, you need to be taking care of yourself. All right. Shereen, how was your week? Uh-oh. My week was awful. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Awful, awful, awful. For a few reasons. Mm. The first one, um, my daughter, my middle child, not the eldest, the middle child decided she's going to university when and she's she leaving decided. home. She decided. I didn't okay. give her any... Um, <laughs> I didn't give her permission. She decided. And there was nothing I could do about it. And so she was packing up. She's been packing up for months and saving and buying all sorts of stuff. And I'm just there like, yeah, yeah, whatever. But it happened. This Mm. week she left. And trust me, I've been crying all week. Um, I'm trying to cope with it. I'm calling her, messaging her probably every hour on the hour. Have you eaten? What are you doing? Are you in your room? (laughs) Please make friends with the security so that nobody could come near your room. And it's just been, um, I mean, I have some big mouth. I keep saying, yeah, I'm the near empty nester. Let's go. Mm -mm. No, I couldn't handle it this week. So there are lots of tears. But yeah, she's gone and I have to allow her to go chase her future and do what what she thinks is best for her. So that was very hard. Um, The other thing is I'm moving house. Uh -uh. No. The amount of things I'm watching in that house I have to throw. And then we have Miss Save Everything and Collect Everything over there (coughs) sending me um, websites and telling me, oh, you can't throw everything, find charity, you have to be recyclable, you have to do this, you have that. So she's stressing me because I'm still seeing the things in my house and I have to recycle them when I just want to throw everything. All right, so that's stressing me, giving me anxiety and the house is a mess. And then this man... This man, I was selling my treadmill. Never used the damn treadmill, but I'm selling, I'm selling it. And this man said, yes, I want it. I'm coming to collect it. And the bastard blocked me. He never came and collected the So this morning, this morning, I get up early, clean up everything. So when the man come, there's space in the house for him to collect the damn treadmill. And the man blocked me. 
So the treadmill's still there this watching me. This is from Gumtree, right? From bloody Gumtree. Yes. What did you do? I don't know. I just messaged him and I said, oh, you come in and take the thing. It's ready for you. Blocked. <laughs> so I, my week is not the best. So um, this is the highlight of my week. And I am so happy. I was, I'm nervous, still nervous. But you know what? I'm enjoying every minute. So thank you. Thank you. Chantal, how was your week, darling? I don't even know now. <laughs> I'm so involved in listening to your show. How was my week? My week was far busier than I wanted it to be. You know, I wanted it to be a restful week. I wanted to just ease into today, be, you know, do my yoga and meditation and be ethereal and float around and float through my week. That is not what happened. My goodness, everything is pace. And I don't know if there, you know, if you're not from the Caribbean, when we say everything is pace, pace means it's just go, go, go. It pace. And that has been my week. You know, I am floating between ill family members, you know, doing amazing events at the company that my day job, my job job, um, I manage a co-working space, preparing for today, preparing for this course that I forgot I was running on Wednesday because, hello. As you do. Write things down. And then I got this email. Hi, Chantal, just sending you the template for the course. I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> so it's been a really full-on week. And like Sherween, to echo what Sherween said, you know, this has been, being here has been the one thing that is like, but on Sunday. But on Sunday, we're at the London Podcast Festival. But on Sunday, we get to wear makeup and heels and all these things that we haven't been doing for the 18 months of the apocalypse, you know? So, yeah, definitely. It's been a full-on week, but happy to be here. Happy to be sharing space with these two amazing women and really to share our um, hot girl summer. Hot girl summer. So hot girl summer. What's so, this about? You know... I think it was very important that we just kind of reflect on how we've been coping, how we've been dealing with all the madness, because Casa, it's madness. It's craziness what's going on out there. Um, but you know what? We, we still enjoyed it. We had a few days of sunshine during the summer. And um, I just thought it would be a nice way to close off the summer if we spoke about how we dealt with it. What did we do? What did we do during that time? Um, what made us happy? And yeah, what, what made us sad? What made us cry? So this is what we're going to talk about. So Fiona, I think I'm going to pass over to you. Yes, Tell us, gal. how did you enjoy your hot gal summer? I, hot is a very strong term, you know. I don't know. It's, it was, especially because the weather wasn't, it wasn't hot this year. Like last year was banging, right? Last year, in the heights of all the lockdown, we were in. it was like the best summer in, so I've been here 22 years. It's one of, like weather-wise, it was one of the best consistent proper summers, right? And this year just wasn't it. It came to a point that I stopped even looking at the weather app because I just gave up. Right? I'm normally like, yes, can wear my pum pum shots today. Yes, I can wear my battery riders and all my whatever. But, and I just gave up. So, in terms of what I did for the summer, I just wanted to have a good summer no matter what. And there were lots of stresses and, you know, um, things that were difficult. And I made a concerted effort to put those things aside 
because I wanted to enjoy that summer because I know how much winter impacts me. I think, yes, as a, a Caribbean woman, and yes, I've been here for 22 years, people say, well, you should be used to it. But there's something about the way the weather impacts my spirit. It's like I, I, I seem I'm a flower, and it's like I just go into myself when I go into this kind of literal, I wither away in the winter, and then I come out, you know, when the weather is, is nice. So I wanted to make sure I enjoyed it because I feel like I've recognized how much weather impacts me and impacts my creativity, how it impacts my general mood and spirit, and my uh, kind of joie de vivre, the, the feeling to go out and do things and enjoy what London has to offer, right? So I said, Fiona, just enjoy the thing, all right? It's not perfect, just enjoy the thing. So, yeah, I did, I did a lot of cool things. I, I went to a Jouvet uh, fete. So for those who may not know what Jouvet, Jouvet is, if you've seen parts of Carnival where people cover themselves in paint and powder and chocolate and they get really dirty and stuff like that, I went to something like that, and it was it was wonderful to just be completely covered in filth, colorful filth, <laughs> covered in filth, and just spreading my arms, spreading my legs wide open, and whining, okay, and just singing with my eyes closed, and just being and just being myself, and just. It, it didn't really matter who was around me. There were loads of other people around me who were doing exactly the same thing, and I really, really, really needed that. It was, as how they describe Jouvet, is you cleansing yourself through getting dirty. So there is no judgment. So it's like, normally, you know, when you go out to parties and stuff, it's how you look, how you dance, you know, Instagram, Snapchat, Snapchat, whatever. But this one, it doesn't matter how you look. That's the whole thing. It's like everyone is completely covered, head to toe. <laughs> and you know, the clothes that you wear, you're gonna throw it the next day. And there's so much freedom in that. And that was literally one of my spiritual purges at party. Mm -hmm. So I actually purged so much negativity from myself from that party. And I really, that's one of the highlights of, of my summer. And I did a lot of things like, you know, like within the, the community, the Caribbean community in London, Summertime is like our, our once a year family reunion where you, you see people you don't see for the whole year. Every year. Every year. Eating the same parties, the same thing. Like, yo, big hug, big tig, tig, whatever. And those are the things, that, these are the things that ground me. These are the wonderful reminders. And I was very, very thankful for that. And yeah, that was, that was, that was my hug girl summer. I, I just made sure to. Enjoy the moment, enjoy the time. And yes, they have stresses. Yes, there are things that uh, don't make me feel good. But you know what? This is my time, mm -hmm. right? And I need to make sure I value and, and capitalize and maximize on that time, mm -hmm. you know, to boost me up through the winter. So that, that, was, that was mine. So Chantal, how was yours, hot girl? Hot girl, huh? Mm -hmm. <laughs> I was really hot. But no, Fiona, I mean, just on a few things that you said, you know, it sounds like you very intentionally decided to cultivate joy for yourself this summer, especially in light of, you know, everything that we've been going through globally, you know, as a community and on, on a personal level as well. And, you know, that is the way forward to intentionally curate these experiences and moments of joy and gratitude and celebration. And so my hot girl summer, you know, I decided that it was going to be a rest 
gal summer, <laughs> right? I wasn't going to be the hot gal, you know? There was going to be no Notting Hill Carnival. So I'm like, cool, all right. I am actually, because the last 18, 19 months have been so crazy, I am going to have a rest gal summer. I'm going to drink my water. I'm going to journal. I'm going to meditate. I'm going to do staycations. Like all of these things. None of that happened. <laughs> Not one. Which is why I am exhausted. But I say this in terms of there were so many wonderful opportunities that opened up to me this summer. And, you know, initially I was like, no, 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 no. I'm chilling this summer. I'm resting. I'm recuperating. I'm recollaborating. Like all the re's and tings. But yeah, that didn't happen. And one of the first opportunities that came to me actually came through Fiona. Now, Fiona is one of my closest friends. And a few of my closest friends know that I love to dance. You know, as a child, I did ballet up until a certain point in my life. Every year, I declare, I'm going back to ballet. I'm, yes, that's what I'm doing this year. The year that we went into lockdown, I had actually signed up to go back to my ballet classes. And then everything was fucked. <laughs> everything just fell apart. So that didn't happen. Um, and so Fiona was like, hey, Shan, look, I'm working on this project. And they want me to do this thing and do this, you know, curate and these things for this carnival film. And look, I want you to dance. I didn't even hesitate. I was like, okay. <laughs> and she's like... Wait, wait, wait. First of all, I said, I'm doing something, a film project, you dancing, eh? It was basically, that's what she said. That's what she really said. Ask. You know, they don't really ask, to be fair. She's like, you're dancing. I was like, okay. And then she's like, and it's a Melissa Simon Hartman costume. I was like, okay. So Melissa Simon Hartman is a costume designer, I think, by trade. And she has branched out into carnival couture costumes. So Melissa's costumes uh, are a little bit different to the ones that you may see in the media, which are beautiful and the feathers and the sequins and all these you know, amazing bodies and whatnot. Melissa designs costumes which tell a story. And I am a storyteller. And, you know, she has done work for Beyonce. And that's it. I don't need to say anymore, right? Like, that's it. I won't even list anybody else. Beyonce. Okay? Cool. So um, I was like, what? Okay, I'm in. And so the day of the filming, it happened. It all came together. And it was my turn to do my thing. And it was so emotional for me because I haven't really danced in public for years, right? And I didn't know what the hell I was going to do. <laughs> I had no idea. And the music started to play and everything. You know, they say there are things that are in you that no matter how long you put them aside, once you're asked to step into that space again, it's very natural. Your body remembers. And it was really one of those moments where my body remembered and I danced, and it was beautiful, and it was a wonderful day to see so many people from the carnival community that I hadn't seen for almost two years. I mean, like Fiona said, it's like an annual, what's the word, Pil pilgrimage? Pilgrimage. pilgrimage. Um, that's what Notting Hill Carnival is for our community. You know, you see people that you may just see them once a year, but they are your family. And to not see them and to not hold them and share joy and celebrate our freedom with them for two carnivals in a row, it's too much, guys. Yeah. Like, it's literally too much. 
And so that day, um, being involved in that production was definitely, it went against my rest gal summer, but it's, it then seemed to spark <laughs> this momentum for the rest of my summer where, again, Fiona, I was like, hey, so anyway, so she sends me this picture. It's like midnight. Don't know why I'm up. Don't know why she's up. And it's an old picture of me in a carnival costume. But there's no explanation, right? It's just the photo. And I'm like, what is this? So I just looked at it, turned off my phone, and went back to bed. So the next morning, I'm like, Fee, is there a reason that you sent me this picture of myself? Like, <laughs> what is this? What, you know, are there any words that go with it? She's like, yeah, um, yeah, patty something. I was like, OK. And that was it. I didn't really understand, but I was like, OK. Flash forward, maybe a month later, she's like, girl, look. And she shows me a patty. Now, for those of you who may not know what a patty is, it's a very specific Caribbean, savory. It's almost like a pasty, right? Yeah. And so there's different fillings. You can have meat, chicken, um, vegetables, whatever. And the beautiful crust and then the veggies, and they're delicious, right? And then there's this image of me on this patty. And I'm like, why am I? I'm like, Branded I need, into I need to remember what this was about again. I'm, I know Fiona may have said something, but I'm not quite sure. And then I start to scroll back through our millions of um, conversations. And then, yes, this limited edition patty in collaboration with Deliveroo and the Notting Hill Carnival ambassadors, of which Fiona is one, did this beautiful initiative to raise money for Carnival by having these limited edition patties throughout the Carnival weekend. And there am I, in all my glory, <laughs> on one of the patties. So I got quite emotional. And then, of course, my friends, being my friends, send me these texts, oh, I'm going to eat you soon. <laughs> I'm like, of course, spoil the moment, spoil my joy, fine. So that, again, was my rest girl summer turning into hot girl summer. And then one of my lifetime dreams came true. I was asked to host one of the biggest events for Notting Hill, which is Panorama. Can I say that Chantal told nobody? Nobody knew about it. I feel like I did. No, no you didn't. I feel okay? like I did. Because she's too mm -hmm. humble. She didn't tell anybody. She's like, it's not about me. It's not about me. Um, and all of us were like quarreling with her saying, this is a big fucking deal. Okay? <laughs> she's like, but it's not about me. I was like, I don't care. You are hosting something that is huge, and we're so happy to finally see you up on stage doing that. Anyway, proceed. <laughs> this is what happens in the group chats, by the way, in case you're curious as to why we started Relatable, because we're in a group chat together, and these conversations back off. Somebody's cussing somebody, always, always. Um, and yes, I was cussed for not sharing this information, but for me, it was, it was so big because, you know, Steel Pan... Panorama, you know, an opportunity for the mass bands to be seen as well. Because remember, we have these amazing creatives that have designed these costumes that haven't been seen for two carnivals in a row. So for them to have an opportunity to be on stage in all their beautiful glory and then have the steel pan competition, it was overwhelming. It was like, this is as a little girl growing up in Nevis and watching Panorama being streamed from Trinidad illegally on ABS, which is the Antigua Broadcasting System. Yes, illegally, because we didn't have cable. Um, <laughs> but, you know, wanting to be a part of that and then getting to be a part of that during Notting Hill Carnival, which, again, 
you know, I grew up between Leeds and Nevis and was never allowed to come down to London for carnival because the Leeds carnival is at the same time. And I'm like, oh, for fuck's sake, really? Uh. But anyway, finally got to do all of that in my adult life. And then here I am, small island girl, hosting Panorama. So it was such an honor, a privilege, joy, hot girl things. And this is how my rest gal summer <laughs> just didn't happen. No. Do you recognize the theme here? I was supposed to have a restful week. That didn't quite happen. Yeah. Restful summer. But I'm very grateful for every single opportunity. And most of those opportunities came to me through my ecosystem. You know, so through Sherwin, through Fiona, through a few people who are here in the audience, you know, recommending me for various things and then people seeing my work and valuing my work and inviting me to be involved in other things. So thank you, Ecosystem, for creating my hot girl summer <laughs> 2021. Without you even trying. Right? Without me even trying. Yeah. Batty yeah. riders and all. <laughs> Indeed. So I'd like to say you look so beautiful dancing now. It's like, you know what, on that day, I'd like to say that Chantal really and like she became a she spirit. became a spirit yeah. she was a spirit on the day it's like she, wasn't she was there. floating yeah she you couldn't there. see her feet she was just I floating and eyes closed and dancing and in her own little world and it was just so beautiful to watch so you I know. can't stand these two, you know. It's like you, you teleported somewhere so. else it was really beautiful to witness because as you said you could tell that because for one, you're, very, you're naturally graceful, right? And it's just for, you to, for me to see you in that costume, because um, you guys will get to see it eventually, but she was wearing this big, huge white costume, and it was like floating large white petals. And she was there with her shaved head, like front and like in the middle of it all. And she just looked like this huge white flower. And she was just floating around and spinning around with her eyes closed and her arms spread. And I was just, I was just really happy for that moment because I, I was just, I felt like this is just you in your element. And I think every, every, all of us really just want to have those moments of just being in our element and, and it being celebrated as well. So I was, yeah, that was actually one of my highlights to see, to see both of y'all because <laughs> Shawin. Shawin. Yes. Don't Shawin. even try it. Your Don't turn even try now. it. Let's Not go. Yet. We yeah. are going under the mango tree. So, Sherwin, thank you for the reminder. Um, so, for those of you that listen to the podcast on a regular basis, we have a segment called Under the Mango Tree. And this segment came about, again, via WhatsApp, <laughs> through us trying to plan the format of the podcast once Sherwin decided we were going to do a podcast, because that's how it happened. This is Sherwin's Literally, child. Sherwin sent us a message. Okay, we're doing a podcast. I'm like, okay. <laughs> And so it is. <laughs> ah, shit. <laughs> exactly. And so under the mango tree is a way for us to, no matter what the conversation is, to almost have a respite moment within the context of that conversation. A moment to recenter ourselves. Because listen, we tend to go off on some tangents, right? We really do. And, and it's about having maybe a minute or two of just focusing on something which we would normally perhaps have a discussion about under a mango tree back home, right? And so for today's under the mango tree, Fiona has put together some lovely images, which are basically a celebration of black joy and tenderness. 
And so we're inviting you to focus your attention, not on us, <laughs> but on what's happening behind. So maybe I should move out the way, right? So you guys can see. Can you see? Are you guys okay? All right. So under the mango tree. Thank you. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. Hey guys, it's Shuna from Relatable, and for this episode of Under the Mango Tree, we curated a short film for our live show at the London Podcast Festival, and we just wanted to showcase us in all of our majestic elegance that we are, in our happiness, in our moments of joy. We're talking about this as a community, and this is what we wanted to give back to you guys for this episode of Under the Mango Tree, so you guys enjoy. having a moment i'm having a moment you're yeah, having a moment <laughs> this is crazy how was that for you hey Am I, did, I, <laughs> did i make you cry showing <laughs> good job <laughs> i make you cry man hey, hey, hey. she's crying yeah. hey but so yeah showing is crying she's whatever <laughs> okay are you are you are you are you up in your feelings showing i am up in my feelings <laughs> okay it's fine why it's are you fine. up in your feelings casa has been on top of me <laughs> 
Anyway, <laughs> I don't know about them ones, but my hot girl summer started in January. <laughs> <laughs> so um, in January, when Mr. Boris announced there's going to be a second lockdown, my girl Fiona and I say, all right, we out of here. <laughs> We jump in ship. <laughs> and literally, it was like escape from Alcatraz because <laughs> last flight day, out. Last flight out. Every day, something was changing. And we decided, yeah, nothing's going to stop us. And we were literally holding our breaths until the plane left the tarmac. <laughs> could change at any time. So we decided to go to St. Lucia. Originally, we were leaving for like six weeks. We say we're going to do six weeks because we had to quarantine for two weeks, which, by the way, was the best quarantine ever. <laughs> All right. We had a whole house to ourselves, a free bed house in the most beautiful, with the most beautiful garden. And people were passing and just bringing free food for us every day because they knew we were quarantining. So every day they would just pass and drop food, hot bread, mangoes, cocoa tea, um, black tomatoes pudding, from their tomatoes garden. from their garden. Just name it. So St. Lucia had, they, were, they, they stopped all alcohol, all sales of alcohol. But somehow, showing from the ghetto, kept getting alcohol every week. Every week, every two days, in fact, somebody was dropping half a case of bears because we were drinking them bears like it's water. We were not drinking water. We were drinking bears. So we had loads of alcohol, and it was just the most amazing quarantine. Seriously, people hated us on Instagram because we just kept posting everything. Chantal, I think she stopped speaking to us for a few days. Um, but yeah, and then we were let out. They did not know what hit them. We were let out and it was like, yeah, sorry, uh, your fault, you let us out. We didn't ask you to. And it was just beautiful. Some of the visuals, that's us on the beach. Every single day we were on the beach um, drinking. We found our spot, a little bar by, um, by the beach, by the, <laughs> by the cemetery and the airports. And we were there. They knew us. They said, okay, the two red devils come in. Every single day we were there. And it was just beautiful. We did some videography for ITV, yeah, for World Reimagine. Oh, yeah. yes. <laughs> we went around the island. We, we started trying a thing out of nothing. We decided to just go and bury fish on the beach as you do and cook it. All right? And <laughs> we lost the damn fish. <laughs> we lost the fish. Eventually, when we found it, bear in mind, we had like a half an hour because they were locking down. They have locked down. We had curfew. We had curfew. Seven Sorry, o'clock. 7 o'clock curfew. 6 o'clock, 6.30, we're searching for the fish. We can't find the fish <laughs> on the, where we bury it. So um, <laughs> that was entertaining. We just had um, the most amazing time in St. Lucia. Well, I had. <laughs> I'm not even going to talk about all the things I got up to, but if you all know me, you all will know. Um, and why not? Why? That's why? so incriminating. Why? I'm the sorry. Tone. But why won't you speak about these other Your, things? These Shereen? people like to let me put my business out. <clears throat> and then they're watching me like, well, you said it. <laughs> so, um, yes, I, let's just say I had fun and I left my mark in St. Lucia. 
I left my mark. Um, and I was coming off, you know, a, a breakup, and I was really down. So I went to Solution. I enjoyed myself. Mm-hmm. You know what? Maybe a little too much, but hey, who cares? And it was just beautiful. Then when we came back up here, um, we came back and went, oh, we're supposed to go for six weeks. We ended up staying for 10 because they canceled the flights. And that one over there was like, yes, we're not going. We're staying. So we ended up having another month in St. Lucia. That was beautiful. Um, and then the volcano erupted. So that was sad. But some people enjoyed that um, staying in St. Lucia a little too much. Um, she didn't want to come back. First of all, allow me to interject. Okay. <laughs> Because how it was is that they kept canceling the flights. My son has been doing the online learning. So I'm like, I, why do I need to go back and do the school run, though? I'm like, yo. So, but by this time, Shawin is starting to miss her kids, right? So we're on the flight. I'm crying. My son crying. <laughs> crying, crying. Shawin is ready to come back to the UK because she wants to see her kids, right? She's I ready like, to she's, swim. She wants to see her kids. Then, literally, the flight is about to take off. And then the pilot comes in. Uh, ladies and gentlemen, I'm afraid we have to ground this flight because the volcano erupted in St. Vincent, which is the island next to St. Lucia. And I was like, yes. Because and it's Ivex. <laughs> and, and for yeah. the first time yeah. in the how many years I know this woman, I wanted to punch her <laughs> because she's there with her son celebrating and laughing and jumping for joy. And my children up here in the UK, one of them sick, telling me she have asthma. And I'm like, I need to go be with my kids. I felt so bad. I need to go be with my kids. And she's celebrating next to me that night. Um, she's, she's like, oh, okay, showing the whole, they're going to drop us back to Castries. You could come at my home. I'm like, bitch, I'm not coming at your home. I go to the hotel instead. They give me a free hotel. Free room. I say I'm going there instead. I don't want to be anywhere around you because I'll punch you. You're too happy. She was celebrating a little bit too much. So yeah, that happened. And we came back up here. It was not very nice, um, the weather. But then eventually it started getting nice again. And um, I was up to my old tricks. I had some good fun. (laughs) I had some good fun. I'm sorry. Um, But yeah. I am 40 years old, and I intend to enjoy every bit of my 40s. And I'm single, and I will do what I want. So I have been doing what I want. So my hot girl summer was filled with some beautiful experiences, (laughs) some beautiful raster men, and just, (laughs) yes. Um, So that was that. And then, obviously, yeah, we did that film, and Chantal was the flower, and I was there like Oshun. So I was all in this beautiful yellow headpiece and all. You should see that. And somebody said to me, oh, my God, you evoke the spirit of Oshun. I said, I'm the daughter of Oshun, darling. And I gave it my best. It was so beautiful. Um, That happened. We, We really enjoyed that day was just... That day was magical. I think, yeah, that's the best way to explain it. It was magical. And then Carnival came around, and we went to as many parties as we could. (laughs) I didn't go to the Chauvet in Fairness. I didn't go to that one. But then, yeah, last lap, we enjoyed ourselves. Last lap, that was just amazing. I loved my summer. I don't know about you all, but (laughs) I loved my summer. I'm still enjoying it. Um, And, yeah, let's see what happens 
for the autumn. You know, winter coming, maybe I need to heat up, find a warm body to heat up. Maybe. First maybe. of all, I, just, I think you just live in a perpetual state of hot girl summer. If you say in your summer, excuse me, do you blame me? I have no choice. I need to enjoy. Listen, I've been bearing children since I'm 18 years old. Okay. 17, 18. The first one leave. No, the middle one leave. The first one I try and get rid of. She ain't going nowhere yet. But... Sorry, Haley, I love you. <laughs> but I'm now starting, this is the first time in my life where I could actually enjoy myself. I don't have to answer to anybody. I don't have to tell the children, you know, find babysitters, do this, do that. No. I'm like, oi, they have food in the fridge, cook something, I gone. When you coming back, I don't know yet. <laughs> I don't know yet when I'm coming back. Don't ask these questions. And I know they're fine. So why not? Why not? And I know when you reach that stage, Chantal, you could do that anytime you want. Anytime. Anytime. <laughs> it's beautiful. I've never enjoyed myself as much as I'm doing in my life. And yes, a few people's sons are paying for it, but it's fine. <laughs> it's fine. So that's been my hot girl summer. I love your hot girl summer, Shireen. <laughs> I feel like your hot girl summer needs to be a film. Yes. <laughs> it needs to be a movie. Honestly, it really is. And so let me say, you definitely evoked Ocean. Yes, I did. You did. And you are still embodying <laughs> that. You know, ocean, fertility, love, yes, sensuality, mm -hmm. all the things. This is Sherwin. Mm -hmm. And I have been witness to some of the Sherwin <laughs> shenanigans. Indeed, I am privileged. <laughs> <laughs> I am privileged. So, Sherwin, it sounds to me like, you know, your summer, like Fiona's, was intentionally Mm -hmm. filled with joy yes and so i think and we love to use this word it's a perfect segue yes it <laughs> you is, know, segue. It we, is. we say it a lot and we just like to hear it segue <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect segue into something else that we do on the show which is we actually celebrate our moments of joy because you know things are pretty shit let's be real the world is just, I don't know, what's happening. Like, who knows what's happening from day to day. Our summer, when it comes to the weather, we had maybe five days of true summer sun. Um, and, you know, life is a little bit crazy, right? But there is always within the craziness, within the apocalypse that we have been journeying yep. through, there's always a little glimmer of joy. And we felt that a good way to amplify that joy, because it is about raising your vibrations, balancing things a bit. It's okay to acknowledge that things may be in a perpetual what the fuck mode. But guess what? Every what the fuck moment has something in it that you can celebrate. So this is the reason that we have this segment, What Brings You Joy? So, Fiona, we're going to go back to you, Miss Compton. Oh, Jesus. Okay, oh, yes, indeed. Mm -hmm. Oh, Lord. Okay. What brought you joy this week? One of the things that brought me joy this week was making the Under the Mango Tree. So, for those who may not know, I'm, I'm a historian, right? And, you know, I focus on Caribbean history. And a lot of our histories is surrounded by a lot of very difficult um, things. And as, as a historian, as I'm learning, so when I started a history thing, especially when it comes to anything with black history, it's, it's a lot of trauma, right? Mm. And a lot of pages, they'll share a lot of traumatic material, pop, 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 right? <laughs> and they're just like emotionally traumatizing people without any warnings online. 
And I used to do that because I read something. I'm like, oh, my God, this is horrible. I'm going to share it, right? And then I started to recognize if this is impacting me in this way, how am I making other people feel, right? So now when I'm doing the history, it's not to say I sugarcoat it, but then I, I kind of shape, shape it in a different way um, that's not as just like some kind of attack when someone just opens their phone on Instagram, right? Because I feel like sometimes like Instagram is like a, a minefield, right? You just open, you don't know what you're going to get, right? So when I'm reading history... I read a lot of hard stuff, and I'm, I'm very much aware, and you guys know this, how much this emotionally impacts me, especially how I see it resonate in today's society, right? So it was nice just to do something to make, get, curate nice, pretty images of black people doing nice things and having fun and kind of pairing it with, with a, a song that I think is emotionally connects to everyone, black, white, brown, whatever, and it was nice just to do that. And it was nice just to look back at it. And, and it, it reminded me, this is the things that I want to do with my life. I want to create joy. Yes, um, me being a historian, I, I recognize that's my life purpose, right? But to do that through a pathway of joy. That's, that's what I want to do. That's what I want to do for my people. Because we have so much carrying. And it's just nice to see that. Every time they have like Black History stuff, it's always like, you know, with me and wade in the water and amazing grace kind of feel. And we're always trotting through and always have to be resilient. Oh, shit, man. It's like Black people always have to be the strong and independent, the resilient and this and this. Can we just be happy? Right amongst everything and everything that's happened last year and, and, and carrying on to this year, everything, can we just have moments of just joy? Just that's it. Don't need to be nothing. It's like, you know, sometimes when I think, look back at our films, it's like anytime to do with like um, happiness and, and like nuclear family marriages in films and stuff like it's always like white films and black films are always to do with uh, tragedy and some adultery. Tragedy, adultery, broken, broken marriage, failure, failure, struggle, struggle, like hello, resilience. <laughs> we what? shall overcome. Always, we shall overcome. Always, we shall overcome. We don't want to overcome. We want to chill. Yeah, we just, <laughs> just want to be happy. Like, I, I, I just, I don't want to work. Yes, <laughs> I'm tired. Yes, <laughs> we tired. Yes, can we take a nap? Like, is that Please. okay? Yes, <laughs> exactly. I'm not feel bad. Really, I don't feel bad about it. One of one of my best friends, Sariba, she makes sure she messages a group chat that we're in, and she's like, I had two naps today. <laughs> and I'm like, yo, how do you find the time? And she has, she's a mom of two kids, works a full-time job, and has her side hustle, right? I'm like, how do you do that? But I mean, these are the things that we're supposed to be kind of encouraging and not feel guilty, because I will feel guilty for taking a nap in a day, because I feel like I should be doing something. And I was saying that to my partner this week. He's asked, I was like, oh, I need to be, I need to be uh, doing something now, today. I need to be productive. He's like, why? Thank you. Why you need to take a rest day? Like, why do you feel you need? Cause, because, because, you know? Yeah. And even that too, him saying that to me, gave me joy too. Because that kind of reassurance that, feeling it's okay for you to take a day off. Like, and not feeling like you have to be reading or have to be editing or have to be doing something. That in itself, that uh, comfort to know that I had that support also brought me joy. But 
yeah, like putting together those images really kind of brought me that happiness because I am exhausted of that narrative of black resilience and always having to be the ones to overcome all of these things. And kumbaya. And the kumbaya, and it's like, it's, it's exhausting, you know? <laughs> and I just, I think I'm, I'm very thankful for this space and how we defined Relatable as a safe space for black people. You know, and no, we're not going to talk about necessarily about slavery or George Floyd or whatever. We're going to talk about hot girl summer, yep, batty right. riders, crusty foot, parties, right? Parties, <laughs> and like whatever, right? So I'm I'm very thankful for things like that. So yeah, doing the under the mango tree brought me joy. Nice one. Showing. Hmm. Showing. Well, Dare we ask? I mean, no, it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It's, it's PG. It's, it's PG. It's okay. PG. I mean, my, you, you my could go all. You could. You know. I mean, no, no, I, there's nothing. Jariah I could say. has in his headphones. So I know. Okay. I know. I check him already. I check. There's nothing. No, there's nothing. Um, you know, in all honesty, what brought me joy was seeing how my three babies bounded together when Jade was leaving home. I have one sister. I'm not close to my sister. My sister does my head in. Um, I love her from afar. When I'm in the UK, I love her. But when I'm in St. Lucia, that's it. We can, three days max. Anytime more than that, we will argue. And lo and behold, that's what happened when I was in St. Lucia. So um, I think it's because when we were growing up, my sister used to squeal on me a lot. She used to go and tell my mother. She, no, first she used to blackmail me. She used to tell me, oh, I'm going to tell mommy you were speaking to that boy down the road. If you don't do this, your turn to do the dishes. And I'm like, but it's your turn. I'm going to tell mommy. And I'm like, little fucker. You understand? She really, she did that to me for years. And then she would still go and tell my mother. So I used to get licks. Yeah, for talking to a boy down the road, for chatting up. You understand? I used to get licks for that. So I don't have a good relationship Showing, with my sister. For people yet. who don't know what licks are, explain Beat. licks. They used to bust my ass. <laughs> All right, because I, 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 was, I was a handful. Let's face it, I was a handful. I admit it. Um, it's fine. Was? Yeah. <laughs> Was okay, <laughs> all right. Um, but yeah, so I don't have the best relationship with my one and only sister, and um, I have my three kids, and I'm watching the way these kids yes, of course, they bicker and whatnot, but they are so loving and supporting towards each other, and that really, really made me happy to see how, with Jade leaving every now and then, Lucas would just come and give her a big hug. Haley would go and hug her and say, "You know, I really love you, um, we're going to miss you," and just made her she was very emotional, but just made her feel okay with her decision. It was not a case whereby, you know, she was, she just, it, it was good. It was a good parting moment for her. So that brought me a lot of joy. Um, straight away, I set up a group chat for the four of us. Um, it's called Unbreakable because even though you go, you're not breaking this. And to see the conversations that we've been having since she's left and every day, every morning, she's send, sending a message, hi, I'm up um, in the night, good night. She sends, oh my God, she did this beautiful m mural yeah. on her wall in her apartment and with all their pictures on it. And I'm just, that really, really made me happy. So, 
just knowing that even though she's not there, the bond that they have, that they share, it's not, it's not going to break because they, they really are tight-knit. So that made me really happy to know. That's what brought me joy. That's so beautiful, Shoei. <laughs> Chantal. Hello, darling. What brought you joy this week? Well, it's, you know, <laughs> a hot shower. Now, let me explain, right? So last Saturday, um, and I share a beautiful home with a friend of mine and her daughters. And there was this little knock on my door. Um, Auntie Shani, what's up, Elsa? The water's really cold. I'm like, oh, maybe we, you know, turned off the boiler or something. She's like, no, I think it might be broken. So I'm looking at this child, I'm like, because a hot shower is one of the ways that I decompress. It is definitely a part of my self-care. I love hot showers. But you know, I think we were just coming into that warm weather. So I was like, okay, well, you know, let's get in touch with, you know, what was the name again? British Gas, right? And let's get them in. But they couldn't give us an appointment until, I think, the Tuesday. But we were going into, you know, the three days of summer that we'd been waiting for all year long. And they finally came. And the days were warm. And I would come home from work hot and sweaty, nice, and have a cold shower. So it's all good. I was fine. Everything's good. And then on Wednesday, the weather changed. And it was gray. And it was cold. And it was raining. And I remember thinking at work, hmm, because I got up in the morning, and this is the way I had been taking my showers. Let the water run, because in my mind, if I let it run, it won't be as cold. Yeah, that wasn't happening. That's all in the mind. Okay? So I would go in, water's on, I'm soaping up, lathering up, lathering up, and then I have to wash off, right? So, okay, I'm all soapy, so I have to go under the water to rinse it off. So that was my strategy. And it was all good, because it was warm. And then when I came home in the evenings, it was warm. Even though it would take me a few minutes, fine. But on Wednesday, when I came home, and it was cold, and the water was cold, <laughs> I was like, hmm, this feels different now. Yeah, because British gonna... water is cold, it's cold. cold, cold. It's cold, cold. It was like it's... someone put it in the fridge cold. <laughs> Listen, so I'm like, all right, Shan, you have to bathe. Because I'm a girl, I have to bathe. I can't do the cowboy thing. No. You know, and a cowboy is literally washing your face, brushing your teeth, using your cloth to, you know, underarms, bits, whatever. They're clean, right? No, I want a shower. So I did it. But I was almost in tears because this water was <laughs> freezing. And I'm thinking, shit, I have to do this tomorrow in the morning to go to work. So I'm like, all right, fine. So... Woke the whole household up on Thursday morning, screaming, like screaming. But I'm like, I am a black girl. I have to bathe. I can't go into work not bathing and not being clean. So this is just going to have to happen. And I can't let my great-grandmother come and haunt me all day for not bathing. So I did the thing. Had a shower, went to work. And I swear to God, I'm at work thinking... I have to go home and do this again. <laughs> so my whole day at work, you know, instead of focusing on my work, Kelly, you're in the audience, don't tell anyone. Um, I'm like, I have to go home and have another cold shower. And I'm like, shit, there's no way around this. Because they're not coming until Tuesday, which is day after tomorrow, right? I'm like, shit. And I get home, and Ada goes, Auntie Shani, 
the water's warm again. Listen, I didn't even say hi to that child. I ran upstairs, I put on that shower, and I immersed myself in the hot water, which brought me all the joy this week. It's the simple things, a hot shower. I was so grateful. I swear I thanked the ancestors. Mm-hmm. Whilst I was, I was like, thank you. Like Mexican. spirit guides, protectors, <laughs> you know, my great-grandmother. Thank you for bringing me to this place where I can have hot running water. And then I started to think, wow, this is actually a real privilege. You know, something which I may take for granted, that I can wake up in the morning and have a hot shower. So whilst I'm in there, loving the fact that I'm warm, I'm also giving thanks that I live somewhere where someone can just come out and fix the water. Don't know what he did, but he fixed it. And I had a hot shower. So that is what brought me joy this week. So it wasn't a hot girl summer. It was a hot girl shower. <laughs> it was in my head and I had to say it, right? It's fine. It's fine. It's fine. It was a hot girl summer. So guys, we thought that we were going to run out of time How before time we could... We, we good, you know. We good? We good. So hey, guess what? Surprise hey, 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 hey. So <laughs> guess what, audience? You think y'all just here? Just to listen to us and watch us? No, no, no. So what we want to know is, what brought you joy this week? Imriel. Yes, that's (laughs) right. (laughs) So Imriel is... is What brought you joy, Imriel? And the rest of y'all think about it. We see you, Imriel. Think about it. Come on, share with us. We need to big up Imriel and Amber. And Amber. We need to big up Imriel and Amber. So who who are Imriel and Amber? You want to know, right? So our podcast (laughs) is under the flag of Content Content is is Queen. Queen. So who is the founder of Content is Queen, you may ask? Imriel. And who is our producer? For our show, Amber. Amber. So please, a round of applause. If it weren't for them, we wouldn't, we be, wouldn't here. be here. We wouldn't have we would the not space be here. to tell these stories. So hello. So now that we put you on the spot, OBS. <laughs> Emriel, what brought you joy this week? That is such a hard question. I really don't remember anything. I saw you earlier this week. You did. I did. You saw me on Friday. Mm-hmm. Um, just because we've been building up to this moment for well about a month and a half I think when um, Zoe who curates the whole festival said oh actually she asked me long before like can you put together some shows or would you be interested and I was like who can I put together on this program? I don't know. And then, like, actually, I was like, Relatable is going to be amazing. I just know they'll, like, bring joy. Um, And then the other shows that were on earlier today all just kind of delivered and just have been so phenomenal. So today's been, like, an exceptional day to just see what everyone's put together and how they've changed the the stage and the creativity. And even yesterday we saw a show. So I feel like just being with the membership and... The people that joined the community, which I'm internally grateful for, um, who like trusted me with their stories and trusted me with their podcast, and, like allowed us to even say yes, go forward and do this thing. Um, yeah, I'm really that's brought a lot of joy today. Oh, thank, thank you, you. thank you. Hey, Amber. That's really 
Of course, Miss Atlin. What brought you joy this week? <laughs> Atlin, by the way, is a very, very dear friend. Um, she was my boss at one point, and we just remained good friends. She and Hilda, next to her, very. I, I mean, I love these women. They're my. That's my. You know, when we have our tribe, we all have our tribe. Part of the tribe, right here. So, Atlin. So you could see me. Love that. Love that. So we have time for one more. And Kelly knows that I'm going to ask her. Like she knew I was going to ask her. Come on now. So Kelly is my friend, my colleague. I love her to death, Kelly. And your mom. Thank you both so much for coming. That's not Kelly's mother. That is Kelly's mom. You, you no lie. Kelly's mom. You lie. That's not Kelly's mom. It is. That's not her mother. You lie. Listen. That's her sister. That's her friend or her sister. That's her mom. I, you lie. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. Black don't crack. <laughs> sends us all your feedback <laughs> <laughs> and we take it on board trust me um, the show is just amazing I love it so much oh. and seeing you guys in real life that's brought me joy oh. Oh. and she's an icon 
Yay! Yes. Grenada. No, 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 no. Mauritius. Yeah, Mauritius. Yes. 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 We're all going to start to cry soon. Yeah, start, so we knew start. we were going to cry today and we were prepared for it. And I was. This is true. So guys, before we wrap up, um, we actually have some thank yous. Right, Shawin? Who are we thanking? Well, everybody. <laughs> everybody. No, seriously. First of all, my beautiful flowers here, my darling Sylvia. From Made with Love events. Thank you so much. So much. So much. I just said, Sylvia, we need some flowers. She said, Don't worry. You could choose from this, that, and that, and that, and all these colors. And if you want balloons, you can have balloons as well. I'm like, The flowers is okay. The flowers is okay. So she came with her beautiful family and came to dress up the place for us. Thank you so much, my love. I really appreciate it. Appreciate you. Um, of course, content is queen. Um, you guys have been amazing. And thank you so much for everything. And this is the end of the season. It is our season finale. Not well, season finale. We, we are come coming in back. back. <laughs> All right. It's a break. <laughs> we come well, in back. It's an actual break. Yes. We are yes. actually going to rest yes. and not hug y'all all over the place. Well, like, I don't know about y'all, but yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I speak for myself. <laughs> but thank you guys, honestly. Like, you don't understand, you know, we get um, messages. People slide into our DMs. Yes. Hey, that's the only Ooh. place where people are sliding in my DMs. It's on the Relatable <laughs> Podcast, okay? Um, to just, you know, this morning we woke up to a message from a young oh lady who lives in Hawaii yeah. and who is Nigerian-American. Yeah. And she said, hey, I just need to let you know you are my aunties. Everything that you are speaking of, I see in my future. It feels so good to have you speak on things that matter to me all the way here in Hawaii. I'm telling you, when we get these messages, y'all don't understand what this means to us. This is just us being ourselves. Yeah. Honestly. The noise in the group chat. <laughs> like, why? Look yeah. at that. It's amazing. It's Seriously. very humbling. Very. Because, it's, it's because there's so many podcasts out there. Yeah. And then you always think like, okay, you know, like, yeah, who's going to stay and listen to us just talk about just any random anything? But it is very, very humbling. And to find like both men and women yep. um, that it resonates with both men and women because I know some because there was um, there was a young man who I met a couple of weeks ago and he said I love the podcast and I was like what really? and he's like a 25 year old yep. um, you know and then it was just I just I guess I think I'm still a little bit taken aback by all of the feedback you know and just and but you know it kind of shows that we actually are achieving the goal is that something is, it is relatable, you know, and it's a space for no judgment and then we are who we are and, and that I'm just very thankful that people feel seen and heard via us just being us. Yep. So that feels, that's very, very humbling. So we have a lot of thank yous, a lot of gratitude going on right now. Lots of gratitude. Relatable because a shared journey brings hope. 
Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mm. 